Welcome to Authentic Human with me, Michelle Vickers, where we explore creation, existence, and evolution with the most influential universal beings in existence. Let's see what they have in store for us today. Hello and welcome back. This is episode 24 and I just wanted to talk for a minute about what we talked about last week in episode 23. You know, uh, your mission, you had a big mission last week, is, is to find something remarkable about yourself. But the caveat was that it couldn't have anything to do with what you do for others. And that mission in itself really stopped a lot of people in their tracks because our go-to in this physical world, uh, in the world that we've you know, been trained with our minds to believe is that our value comes from what we do, not from who we are. And really what we're going to be talking about this week is the fear of being seen and recognizing that as long as you're holding that fear of being seen, you're never really going to recognize your true self, your true value in the world. But most importantly, no one else is going to recognize it either. So anything and everything that you are broadcasting out to the world. So every single one of your beliefs is the energy that creates your life. Okay, that's why manipulation and control are so prevalent in our world and in our society for the simple fact that if we are controlled in the way we think and in the things that we do, then we don't actually find the time to fulfill our destiny, right? Because we don't even know who the heck we are. We can't actually get to that place where there's enough time and there's calm enough in our minds to actually start to recognize truths about ourselves and about the world that we live in. Ultimately, you know, every human being inside of them, we all have this incredible detector of what is right and wrong. We, it's just naturally there. What is it? How do we know it's there? Because something feels right or it doesn't. It feels off or it doesn't, you know? And it's not something that needs to be talked about with anybody else. It's not something that you can necessarily describe all the time. It's just a knowing. How does that knowing come? Because you feel it. And you instantly know whether you walked into a room or you started through a conversation and all of a sudden the conversation shifted. You know, sometimes it's you're you're moving in a direction with your career and all of a sudden it's it doesn't feel fulfilling anymore. You know, the things that you thought you wanted and now that you're getting them or you're working towards them even more, it's not actually feeling fulfilling. That's okay. That's good. It means that you're feeling that the choices that you made aren't actually in alignment with where you want to go. Does it mean everything has to be given up on? Absolutely not. It means it's time to realign and reassess. You know, I spend more of my time realigning and reassessing than I do anything else. 
Why? Because it's the most important part of your journey. That reflection, that ability to stand back and look at your life from a perspective of, is this right for my big picture? Is this right for who I want to be in the world? Is this right for the big goals that I have for myself? Does this take me closer to them or further away from them? Because as we evolve and as we learn things about ourselves, we get closer to more truth, okay? And sometimes the things that we thought we wanted that were huge goals, as we get closer to them, we realize that they're not actually fulfilling. And that's okay. It doesn't mean we were wrong. It means you've learned more and now you're ready for more. Okay? It doesn't mean you're a failure. It doesn't mean that you aren't following through. That whole belief system, that addiction to the mind and what the mind craves and what the mind needs, mostly in how it perceives the needs and wants of others in our lives, right? So, you know, if you told someone that you're going to do something and then you halfway through, it wasn't working for you and you decided to stop, did you stop out of a fear that it, that it wasn't going to work or you, and it's also about how we tell others, right? You know, do you ever find that you don't tell people things because you're worried about their judgment? You know, if you're worried about how they're going to think about you. Here's the reality, okay? I want you to imagine yourself at the end of your life and think about one thing that that you really, really want to experience in your life, okay? And I want you to imagine that when you get to the end of your life, you are in possession of that experience. You've had that experience. You've had the fullness of it. And... How does it make you feel? How does it enhance your life? Because ultimately, if you're working towards a goal, it should be to enhance your life, okay? It's not about enhancing someone else's life, right? It's not about doing something for others to make you feel fulfilled at the end of your life. Here's the other part. It doesn't mean you're not doing something for others, but... The only reason you should be doing something for others is if it fulfills a part of you. I'm not talking, oh, I like doing this. It makes me happy to see them happy. That is not what I'm talking about. Being happy is not fulfillment, okay? Fulfillment is knowing that you're meant to do something and then allowing yourself to participate in ways that challenge you, okay? So for example, when I was learning how to communicate with universal beings, yes, I was born with this gift. Yes, I did it as a child. Yes, I closed down in my teens and I had to learn in my 20s and 30s how to do it again. So I had to fully participate. I had to be willing to make mistakes. I had to be willing to try things that weren't really mistakes. They were learning what works and what doesn't work. And I showed up every step of the way. Does me offering you this, this opportunity to receive this information, that's not what makes me remarkable. What makes me remarkable is the fact that I'm choosing 
to show up and follow through on my personal journey. That I am choosing to participate in ways that make me uncomfortable, not because I'm worried about the judgment, but because I don't want to get to the end of my life and think, I missed that opportunity. It was a gift and I never really looked at what I could do with it. So me choosing to participate in my soul journey is what makes me remarkable. My ability to stay committed to it in spite of all the challenges that it has offered me through my journey makes me remarkable. The courage to see things that other people told me were normal or were bad and to be able to feel into them and to look at the bigger picture and see how all of these beings and experiences fit into this bigger scheme and, and the bigger picture. That's what makes me remarkable. But it's not in what I do for you that makes me remarkable. That's just me sharing what makes me remarkable. See the difference? So it's about allowing yourself to start to discover what brings you joy? What makes you want to look deeper and go deeper and see more truth? It doesn't matter what it is. It could be in cooking. It could be in music. It could be in art. But it's about allowing yourself to explore what flows naturally and freely from you. Okay? So what I want you to do this week is to start to look back at your life, okay? And notice all the times where you were, and you can go right right back to your childhood, you know, notice the times where you were inspired to do something or you wanted to participate in something. And I want you to notice if someone blocked you from being able to do that, okay? So maybe it was a parent who said, no, I'm not going to spend money on that. Maybe it was, you know, a friend who said, oh, definitely let's not do that. Um, you know, maybe it was as you got older, it was a partner or it could be anything, siblings. And in those teen years where, you know, we're heavily influenced by our peers and their perspectives or teachers. Maybe it was a teacher who said, no, you shouldn't do that. You know, um, when I first went to, uh, when the universal beings, when they said to me, Michelle, you need to write a book, right? It took me five years to get the courage to write that book, which when I look back is absolutely ridiculous. But when I was in the experience, it was real. It, I owned it and, and it was real. And I, I definitely wore a lot more of the drama than was necessary. But at the time I needed to have all the experiences necessary, right? I had a, an uncle who asked me if I, I read a book on how to write a book, you know, so much fear inducing behavior around me caused me to feel like I was a failure before I even began the journey. Right. And then once I began, I tried to do it in the way that my mind thought was the most appropriate, right? That I was going to get to, to the goal most effectively. And the reality is it didn't work. It didn't work at all because it's not how it was meant to. And that's what I want you to start to notice is how you're influenced in 
the things that you know you're meant to accomplish, that you know you're meant to participate in. You know, what is it that holds you back? Is it judgment from others? Is it fear of putting yourself out there and being seen? Or is it fear of people seeing what's closest to your heart and what matters to you the most? Because this is one of the most prevalent fears on the planet. In fact, it's it's actually an epidemic, you know, is the fear of, of being seen. Because how many times in your life have you been or felt that you've been let down by those closest to you, right? Or you've been... Or that you potentially will let them down, right? That whole belief system of they want this for you because they know it's best for you or they believe in you, you know, and, and ultimately through that guise of wanting what's best for you, they over control and over judge who you are and what you're choosing and what, and, and what your ability is to know what's best for you. And that's really what we're working on right now is being able to follow through on what you know is best for you in spite of what the world around you is telling you. It doesn't matter if it's on board or not on board. It's not about anyone being on board. It's about you knowing and recognizing that your journey is about you and it's happening for you so that you can expand into who you are meant to be. It's all about you. Every single part of it. And when you choose to take your life and make it about someone else by doing everything for others and not allowing yourself to actually discover who you are and what your potential is, that's you choosing to block yourself. And I want you to ask yourself, why would you do that? What are you scared of? And why is that fear guiding you? You know, as, as parents, as teachers, as partners, as lovers, as, you know, all the different, as friends, right? As coworkers, we are addicted to the need to support others. And the problem is the energy of support is from a belief system of you can't do it on your own. And that isn't actually accurate. But what's more destructive is that it goes into alignment with that pity energy, right? And we've done episodes on pity before. I'm not going to go back there. But what I want to, if you want to go back, it's the most destructive energy on the planet. If you do want to go back to that episode. But at the end of the day, it's recognizing and understanding that we're not actually here to support other human beings. Crazy, right? As human beings, we're here to explore. We're here to play and we're here to nurture our own journey. How amazing is that? But also how backwards is it from what we've been taught? Okay. If you want on a soul level, you have the opportunity to hold space for other human beings. Now that's totally different than support, right? Support comes from the mind. Holding space comes from the soul space of energy that says, I see you, 
I recognize you and I am holding space because what you're doing is phenomenal and I want to watch your discovery, your self-exploration unfold. That's holding space for another human being. Human beings don't need support. We're not designed to need it. Of course, we've been trained in this society to want it. And if we feel like we're not getting it, then we feel overwhelmed and we feel disconnected and we feel unloved. But those are not love anyways. That's not what this is about. This journey is about self-discovery. It's about exploring your own potential. And when you have children, it's about holding space for them so that they can become who they're meant to be. Your job is to nurture them in ways that allows them to find their strengths. It's not for you to tell them what makes them strong. It's not for you to tell them what makes them unique. It's for them to be able to discover it on their own. Why is that so important? Because when you have firsthand experience in the energy of feeling that moment when you're like, wow, that was incredible. I can't believe I just did that. That is where you learn about yourself. You cannot learn about yourself from someone else telling you how great you are or how amazing you are or what makes you unique, what makes you remarkable. You have to be able to feel it. It's a feeling. It's that moment of recognition of that's what I'm here to do, you know? And it doesn't mean that it's the be all and end all of what you're here to do. It's knowing that something that you just experienced, whether it was just a two second connection with energy and it was fleeting or it was an awareness of something, or you, you said something to another human being in passing that your brain, you know, would have deemed unremarkable at any point, but to that other person, you changed their life because it was what they needed to see, think, hear, or feel. You were in it and you could feel it because the energy around you shifted. And you became remarkable because you followed your instinct. This is what we're talking about. You know, that ability to really and truly use your instincts, how they were created to be used. They weren't created to follow your mind because your mind isn't powerful. Your mind is a tool that's at the bottom of the list. It's to let you know when you're out of balance. That's the only power your brain has to recognize the emotional reactions that happen when you are out of balance. That's it. So any inspiration doesn't come from your mind. It comes from your heart, from your soul, from your instincts. And I want you to start to look at all of those instincts that you've had throughout your life. Look at the ideas for creativity. I don't care how long ago they are and how crazy they may seem to your today mind. I want you to write them down. And just for the next week, keep that list, you know, and just keep it rolling. Keep noticing the things because once you set the intention, your soul's gonna help you. And you're gonna go back and you're gonna have memories from childhood, you're gonna have dreams about things. And it's about keeping that list and recognizing these are all the times that you had strong in, you know, intuition about doing something or participating in something in a certain way, okay? And then I want you to look at what made you not participate. 
or what made you participate and then what happened and if it went off or if it stayed on and you're still following that's phenomenal and I'm so excited for you so it's about recognizing your path and where you've allowed someone else to determine what's right for you and the reason we do this is because in this moment it's up to you to decide if you're still going to carry that other person's belief or if you're going to shift and allow your intuition to become your true guide again because it always is when we're children we naturally do that we're taught to come out of it right the um so much of the education system is designed to bring us out of our intuition and our instincts because of the way it was designed. Okay. This has nothing to do with teachers and not, you know, being respectful. A lot of teachers show up and they, they're amazing, but it's not about that. It's about an education system that we've been taught is a privilege to participate in when actually it teaches us, it's strategically designed to remove us from our natural instincts as far as we can possibly be removed so that we can successfully participate in a world where illusion and manipulation are key. Okay. So what we're doing is we're going to, we're going to bring you back to where your intuition, which is your ability to communicate with your soul and knowing what's right for you on a soul level. And it's understanding that your soul has full awareness of you as a human being, has full awareness of why you came into this life, but also has full awareness of all the other human beings around you. There's nothing hidden from souls, nothing. The only reason information is hidden from us is because we believe it's hidden from us. Okay, so it's understanding that when you're communicating from that place of intuition with your soul, okay, you're also in connection with the universe and who you were created to be as a soul. So it's not just your soul's projection into this life. It's understanding that you're going as far back as to discover and align with who your soul was created to be because every soul is created to be unique. So you're not ever going to, your journey will never look like someone else's. You know, it's not about comparing yourself to someone else and what they're experiencing and what their journey is. It's about recognizing from a place of such depth that your journey is all about who you are meant to be. And either you're following that instinct or you're choosing not to, but it's because someone somewhere at some point in your journey taught you not to, okay? And what you want to come back to do is to look at those experiences and those humans, whether they were parents or teachers or siblings or friends or lovers or partners, it doesn't even matter. It's about looking at that person and saying, wow, thank you for what you taught me. Because every single one of them taught you that you have a significant strength in you and they had a fear of it being released into the world so they taught you to keep it to yourself and your job now is to go okay this is really cool this is really really cool because I now know what it feels like to live without it and 
it's up to you to decide if you're ready to really change your life and start to follow your instinct and intuition in each and every moment, knowing and recognizing that you're no longer willing to participate in someone else's fear. Okay, because that's the really interesting thing about fears is your fears came from someone else. They're not yours per se. Someone taught them to you. It's and it's you who's choosing to carry them, but they were never really yours in the first place. And that's profound. It's so fascinating when we really and truly admit to ourselves that, yes, we can make it into something really big with our minds, but it didn't start with you. It wasn't yours to begin with. And it's up to you to say, huh, that was really cool. I had that experience because I needed to, and my soul made sure I had it because there was something for me to learn. And in this moment, it's recognizing that you you had those experiences because you were meant to learn how to overcome them, how to overcome the fear of others so that you can now help other people overcome their fear of others, whether it's judgment or whatever other fear there is out there. There's so many, but it's, it's not the point. We don't want to focus on the fears. You want to see them. You want to notice where they came from. It's not about holding that person accountable because that person got them from someone else. Who cares where they came from? It doesn't even matter. What matters in this moment right now is who you're choosing to be and what you're going to do with this newfound awareness. That's the only thing that matters in your life. Who cares where you got it from? Because they didn't give it to you because they were wanting to give you fear. They give it to you because they chose to hold on to it and continue the line. Your job is to break the line. Break it. Whether it was generational, whether it's, you know, there's so many streams, right? Sometimes it's in um, uh, sports. Sometimes it's in um crafts. It doesn't even matter. Sometimes it's in your career. Sometimes it's in your, um, your, uh, heritage, you know, all of these beliefs come from, and, and the education system holds so many, the government holds so many, you know, our communities. And it's, it's, um, it's kind of crazy when you actually really start to look at, and you'll see them, you're going to start to see so many more, especially this week, now that you're choosing to see so much more. But what I want you to recognize is what makes you remarkable isn't that you can overcome these fears. It's that you can recognize that these fears weren't yours to begin with, and they are covering up what actually makes you remarkable. Okay. So as you go through this week, looking at all of these natural instincts that you never followed through on, some things fell through for all the different reasons, I want you to start to look at the pattern of them. Where, what did your interest, where did your interest lie? Was it with other people? Was it with children? Was it with adults? Was it in working with things or energy? What was it in? It doesn't matter. There are no limits. Maybe it's building cars. Maybe it's, you know, playing the piano. It doesn't matter what it is. Maybe it's painting, you know, 
Maybe it's accounting. Maybe you love numbers. Maybe numbers are your jam. That's awesome. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. What matters is that you're willing to go all in on that passion because you know that following through is going to teach you more about you. That's what our instincts are designed to do, to teach us more about who we are. Sometimes they seemingly get us in trouble, but it's never trouble because you're learning about you. You're learning about what you're capable of. Other people deemed it as trouble through their judgment, but your soul knew you meant you were meant to have that experience, right? Because on a soul level, there is no such thing as judgment. Judgment only lives in the human mind. There's no such thing as heaven and hell. None. None at all. You don't go to heaven or hell depending on how you lived your life. No. Once you finish this life, you go back to full awareness of who you are on a soul level. The fact that someone told you that there is such thing as a heaven and hell and that how you're treated in the afterlife is based on how you live your life. Wow. No, there's another fear. Where did that come from? And why are you still choosing to carry it? These are all things that it's about understanding that how you live your life is based on the things you fear. But you have to be able to recognize what your fears really are and where they came from. And like I said, a lot of people, this is where they get lost because they get caught up in needing to blame the other person or blame the institution or whatever it is. But that just creates you focusing on anger and frustration. And you know what that, that creates is disease in your body. Don't do that. Focus on amazing, the amazing lessons that you learned as a result. Okay. And every single one of these people taught you that they were scared of something. Okay. They taught you that, that, that your strength of who you are made them uncomfortable. And then if you want, you can look at that person. If you know that person enough, you can, you can take the time if you want to say, why would that make them uncomfortable? What was it about them? I mean, ultimately, that's not going to tell you a lot about your journey. But if you know that person intimately and you found that that dynamic was a huge part of what's holding you back in your own journey, it may be helpful. But in the big picture, it's really and truly this week about you being able to recognize your own journey as a way to give you insights and awareness into who you are. So the aspect of your journey that we're looking at this week is where you allowed someone else's opinion or perspective to change the way your life unfolded. Okay? Because when you start to recognize that power that you give other people you will naturally choose to only give it to those who deserve it, right? We come into this world, I don't want to say with an innocence because it isn't an innocence, but our society has taught us that children know nothing and they must learn, right? They must learn everything. And it's that belief that created so many of these issues in the first place, right? So we don't need to teach children. Children don't need to learn. Children need to have experiences to discover. But we don't need to learn 
from a mental perspective. We need to have experiences in energy so that we can discover. And they made sure, so this is, you know, the not great guys who wanted to come here and manipulate. They made sure that humanity didn't have that experience at all. They made sure we learned everything because then we're going to be in our head. So your job is to break down and unlearn everything that you learned by looking at it and recognizing that it wasn't really a lesson that you needed, but you had it and it did teach you something. And now it's time to move on to the next level of it, the next stage, the next, you know, awareness. And how do you do that? By really and truly recognizing who you are meant to be and what makes you remarkable. So that's what we're going to be focusing on this week. Uh, so yeah, um, you can continue. And if you now are able to find something that makes you remarkable, you can share it in that, in the authentic human Facebook group. I'd love to hear it and we'll get that conversation going. Okay. Thanks so much. You guys talk to you next week. Bye now. If you are listening to this anywhere other than on my website at michellevickers.com, you can find me on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Facebook at Restoring Human Potential. And of course, you can always email us at community at michellevickers.com. Thanks so much for listening. And remember, who you be today creates your tomorrow. Bye for now.